This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley and the Paladin Financial Team. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here's Paladin Financial Talk. Welcome back to Paladin Financial Talk. We're here with another episode, and we are continuing our series, our lifestyle series. And I'm so excited that we have a special guest with us today, the one and only Miss Molly Guerin is with us. And so we're going to go through Molly's background here in just a second. Yay. Oh. oh. And the crowd that goes wild for Molly. Isn't that good? Molly, the, do you feel welcome? That is not, not necessary. <laughs> of course it is. Oh, of course it is. Fantastic. Very welcome. Thank well, you. can we just jump right in? Yes, we can jump right in. Um, I know that we're talking about fitness today, right? Ah, Maybe. But not quite. So oh, okay. let's let's go through this. What so, are we talking about? Something about health, and I just thought, why am I in on this show? <laughs> you know, I think I heard you say something <laughs> about the Carter administration. It was the last time <laughs> yeah. you've uh, actually worked out. So why, yeah, Tony, we don't even need Tony today. I don't no, think. No, no, right? I, I get a lot of exercise uh, between the table I'm sitting at and the pizza buffet. <laughs> Back a lot of and steps. Forth. That's some good steps. That's good steps. Yeah, I think count. Molly. Molly is going to tell us that steps count, but she's also going to tell us there's no bad food. I think along the Correct. way. All right. See, so this pizza buffet thing Fine. might work out for Enjoy you, Tony. Your pizza. I'm glad I'm here today. And so Molly is with us because we are talking about and we're continuing our lifestyle series this yep. summer. And we're focused this month in June on aging well in retirement. And a key piece of that, I believe, is nutrition. And so this yes. week we are going to focus on nutrition. And I think that uh, Molly is a perfect candidate to be here with us and we can use her expertise. So Molly has a background as a trainer, as well as a nutritional coach. And we're going to go through that in just a moment. Uh, but before we do any of that, Molly, let's talk about what you did this last weekend, because this is really let's celebrate a few things. Let's start with some wins. Tell us what you did this last weekend. I did that MS-150, which is a bike ride from Duluth to Century College in White Bear. It's over two days, and it's 150 miles. So. And so do you do all 150 miles on your own? I do. I do. It's two days. Okay. And let's talk about the logistics of this okay. here. So the 150, you sign up for it. How many months ahead of time do you have to start training for something like this? Most people probably ride their bikes all year. I just, I consider the gym my training. Okay. And, and I and do you get on a road bike or is this a hybrid bike? Like, give me the setup. Give me the setup. I have a hybrid here. bike. Okay. So I would love to try it in a road bike. I think I could go faster, but I have a hybrid bike because I need to ride my bike with my kids once in a while. So makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 They can't keep up with a road bike yet. Okay. And so do you take your bike to, where does it start at? So it starts, you can start at Century College and they have tons of huge trailers that you put your bike on. They have buses that will bring you to Duluth. You could take yourself to Duluth in a car. You could get a ride from a friend. Okay. Lots of ways to get there. Okay, so we get to Duluth, and then we get on our bike. And you sleep overnight. Okay. You go up Friday. The bike ride's always Saturday. You get up, 
They have a delicious pancake and sausage breakfast. And do we stay in a hotel? Do we tent? What do we do? Both. Okay. A lot so of people camp. Pan- pancake breakfast. Come so on, you're, carbs. You're carbo loading before Carb the event. Up. Yes. And then you're biking 150 miles. You actually bike 75. So you bike to Hinkley. 75. Yeah. Sleep overnight, whether you tent or camp. Okay. Or sleep in a hotel. I don't ever camp. And then you get up the next morning, have your pancakes, and ride to White Bear. Wow. For those that camp. Do they have like a backpack with all their camping gear? They put it in the truck. Okay. You can put all your gear, everything, these beautiful trucks, bring it all up there. And then you get to get on a free shuttle that will take you all the way to Proctor. So it starts at Proctor High School. Okay. Is this intimidating? Like every year, do you get nervous still? Or how many years have you been doing this? I think I just did my sixth year. And it wouldn't be in a row. COVID and life happens. But um it was, I was very nervous the first time I did it because you think all these bikers are going to be around you and you're going to be in their way. And it, it's so laid back. It is not timed. You can go at your own pace. Every 10 to 15 miles, there's a rest stop and they have snacks and beverages for you. They have first aid. There are big, huge sag wagons. That's what they call them. I don't even know what it stands for that have a big trailer. It's a bus with a trailer. And you can hop in that if you want to ride to the next stop. Or you can, if you have a flat tire, then they come pick you up mm-hmm. and bring you to get it fixed. So wow, there's volunteers that pull it off that make it so amazing. So I feel like yeah. there's kind of a segue here is you talked about being intimidated until you got there your first time. Correct. And then you realize there's all this support and people are there to pick you up when you get a flat tire. Absolutely. And so is that a fair segue into uh, <laughs> where we're going today with nutrition and some of the intimidation that might go along with it and fitness, both, oh, both of these? Absolutely. So tell us just to start with, because I introduced you as a trainer and I also introduced you as a nutritional coach. What does it take to be a trainer? Like, what did you have to go through to be a trainer? I took an online class. It's through NASM, all online. Then you take a test and it you either pass or you fail. That's Is that kind of the it. NSAM uh, National uh, Association of Sports Medicine? Is Absolutely. That yeah. That is it. Excellent. And yep. then you went right into training. Is that right? Or what does that look like? I did, and then I actually decided that I wanted to get my nutrition coaching certification through them. It's called CNC. Okay. Coaching. Nutrition coaching. So Um, through the same organization. Same organization because I realized that most people want to know what they should, air quotes, be eating while they're working out. So I figured they go hand in hand. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you, again, same concept. You have to go through coursework, and then do you do testing to go along with that side of things as well? There was a test, which was a lot less intimidating, and then I passed the test. You Open book. Okay. Open book. So let's talk through. There's got to be some foundation to all of this. The first thing I think about is, you know, aging well in retirement. I think about the preventative care side of things and my backgrounds in HR. And so then I think about insurance and, you know, kind of from the lens from, from that perspective in the way that, you know, you want every company to keep their, keep their rates down. So your health insurance is affordable. And so preventative care is, is a part of that. And so many organizations, you know, will offer incentive to do however many steps or you got to go to the gym so many times and then you get a discount, right? Or you get free membership and so forth. But let's just start with like the preventative care concept is it's you're staying healthy you're trying to prevent off or ward off medical problems and um, the key to that or I think one key to that is nutrition 
So if you're just going to give us some very basic information, if I ran into you and I said, okay, I heard about you, Molly, and I know you do some nutritional coaching, tell me just two or three things that I should know, just as a very basic foundation. Um, one I would say is you need to eat more protein than you think you are. Um, as we age, I think it even starts maybe in your 30s or 40s. As you age, your muscle just naturally starts decreasing. And so one way to continue to hold on to that muscle is eating more protein. Protein tells your body you need those muscles. Okay, so number one is protein. So I have to tell a story. It was two years ago, maybe three years ago, and um, Brian Lucius, who is one of our friends, both family, professional friends that Molly and, and Molly's family and, and my family knows, Tony knows yep. Brian Lucius as well. Oh, yeah. So he challenged me. He, he has this weightlifting buddy, and his buddy is like, you have to eat your pounds in protein. So if you weigh whatever you weigh, like that many pounds in protein. I was like, oh my gosh, there's no way possible ever that I would get that. So then you start like, well, maybe I should, or maybe I could. And you start looking into it and like, that's normal. Or like, that's what, like you get into this thing called macros, which I didn't even know what macros was. I was like, huh? Tell me more about that. So protein is critical and it's a big thing right now, actually. And so what is the recommended amount? And do you, is it the same for everybody or what does this look like? Yeah, it is so confusing out there because there's tons of information. So there's there's like standards that they have out there that it's 0.8 to 1 gram of protein per pound of body um, in pounds. And I find that people, most people don't even know how much protein they're eating in the first place. So one thing is just educating yourself on where you can get more protein from. Um, also, everybody's body is different. Everybody's muscles are different. Genetics. There are so many things that not one formula is going to work for everybody. It's very individualized. And so kind of like financial planning. (laughs) Oh, Tony, you're so good. So good. There's no cookie cutter (laughs) approach to retirement planning. Just like there's no cookie cutter approach. There is not. You can look it up and you're going to find us. Nutrition. Yep. Yep. Tony's not letting us get away from financial services. <laughs> All Molly and I want to do is sit here and talk about talk nutrition. About I thought I'd work it back in just for fun. Just for fun today. Um, so I the the biggest thing is to start even noticing that you're eating protein or not, or looking at sources of protein and just start working your way up. If someone tries to tell you you need 180 grams of protein and maybe you're only used to eating 30. That is super intimidating. Back to that. And it's overwhelming and it feels hard. So I think you just, you need to know where you're at and then very slowly build your way up. So protein is our first kind of lesson and pay attention to that. What else, if you were to give me kind of the top things to be paying attention to in my nutrition, what else would you go for? Drinking water. I had just read something, actually, the nutritional side of things, that as you age, you lose your um, awareness of thirst and hunger. Like, you just don't need it. And, you know, you think about grandparent is where my my brain goes, is 
they don't drink water. And you're like, how is that possible? But you lose your sense of needing it. And so tell us what is for any age, but is there some rule of thumb about how much water or just make sure you always have a glass with you? I think the same, there's, there, you can find information out there that will tell you how much water to drink. However, again, like the protein, if you're not used to drinking it, thinking that you need to have a gallon, maybe when you're used to drinking th- three cups a day is again, intimidating and overwhelming. So a lot of nutrition stuff is just one learning about it, but just paying attention. That is the first step to anything is just noticing. And then I think one big thing I've heard out there in the Instagram world and also I've told clients is the first thing you do in the morning, just get a nice glass of water and drink it. If that's the only extra water you get in a month, you've just increased by a lot. So, so far, whether it's water or protein, it's starting with just having some awareness and that these are things that you need to make sure you're having an abundance of. And you're probably not going to overdo it if you're not if you're not uh, already there. Or is there a chance to overdo it in any of this? I don't think so. I think, you know, again, you can find whatever you want out there on the Internet and you can find the information that maybe someone will say you you are. But chances are we're not overdoing it with water. Sure. What are some of the other lessons and things that you go through with your coaching clients and that you feel like is important to share and make sure that we're having conversations about? In all that, we've heard that food is good or bad, evil and not bad. I just ate pizza last night. Oh my gosh, I'm so bad. We start labeling food as good and we give it moral values. We start taking that and turning it into who we are. I'm so bad. I ate a bunch of chocolate cake. And so one of the biggest things is our mindset and what we've learned about food and how perhaps it's actually changed and food is morally not good or bad. It just, it's just, it's food. And there, our food that we're eating is, is not really the issue. So expand on that. Tell us more on what your perspective um, is there. I think that people try to blame carbs for gaining weight, right? Oh my gosh, I've heard that. Everybody does keto and if you stop eating carbs then you're going to lose weight. And they start demonizing these carbs when in reality... Carbs are a big source of fuel for our body, especially if you are trying to be active and work out. When you eat the carbs, it's the first source of quick energy your body will use to get you through that workout. So carbs are not bad food. Um, And I think that the more we can learn, the more educating we can do and getting like helping other people learn that food, there's food that's not good or bad. It's here's what this food can do in my body and everything is on the table. And when we start restricting, sorry, when we start restricting our food, then that's, it kind of goes down another path. Interesting. I I, I like that, uh, that what you're saying, obviously, but do you think the more the problem isn't what we eat, then it's maybe lifestyle is a bigger part of the issue is changing your lifestyle. I don't think it's as much, I think lifestyle plays a role, but I also think the lack of maybe understanding different nutrients and how how food works in our body plays a role also. Um, Oh yeah, back to that quote. It's, It's not the carbs that make us 
overweight, it's that we just are not like we're eating more than we're burning. Like, sure, we're taking in more calories than we are maybe working throughout the day. Often. And that's what I was getting at with the lifestyle. So maybe it's exercise. You need to get up and move around once in a while. If I eat pizza, that's fine. But if I eat pizza and then sit on the couch for 24 hours, maybe not so good. Is that what you're saying? Or two pieces versus four pieces versus five or six, what I yeah. want to eat. Oh, quantity? Now we have to talk about quantity. Nikki must have seen me eat pizza before. Let me tell you what I want to eat. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know what, if, if pizza is something you enjoy, enjoy your pizza. But maybe you can get a few more steps in. Uh, there's so many ways to balance increase it out. things or decrease. Yeah, balance it out. Absolutely. So is it fair to say calories is something that people should be aware of based off of their their age, their weight, their some of that, that that's something they should be working within as well? Um, so should is a hard word. I think if people have goals and they want to lose weight, someone says, you know what, I want to lose weight, then I think calories matter to an extent. I think you have to like start with some habits, changing your habits. You have, I, I believe in mindset a lot and shifting your mindset and understanding maybe we've believed carbs are bad our whole life, but the truth is they're, they're not, they're not bad. The truth is A, B, C, or D that. Yeah. Sure. Um, the concept of macros. I'm going to take us there for just a second. That's we don't okay. have it's to spend tricky. a lot it's of tricky. time there. So uh, as you grow up, I think ch- like, uh, names change along the way. Like I remember in younger years, it was like paying attention to calories, paying attention to fat or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's this wrapper of macros on things. And I remember standing in the parking lot of the gym and I was talking with a, a mutual friend of Molly and I's and I said, I don't even know what macros is. So if you could just give me like a one sentence and tell me what macros is. And she, she laughed and she's like, well, it's just this, this, and this. I was like, why don't they call it this, this, and this? Then it's like not hard. It's like calories and it's, it's fat and it's all your, like your categories of nutrition and you're just paying attention to them. But why, why do they label all of this stuff? And it seems like it makes it so difficult and you may not know the answer to that, but it's again, comes back to what I think you said is, awareness. So walk us through from somebody much smarter than me who is an expert in this area, macros. What is that? Macros is just a fancy word that means protein, fat, and carbs. And paying attention to that. There's also micronutrients, which is your sodium, fiber, salt, potassium, vitamins, everything else that goes into your food. So macros is simply protein, fat, and carbs. That's the easy answer. Okay. So if you hear the terminology, first of all, Tony, have you ever heard of macros <laughs> before this conversation? Nope. But Thank I've heard uh, I've heard of protein, fat, and there carbs. You Thank you. <laughs> Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Macros is very confusing if yeah, you're in like fact, fat, diving in. Protein and carbs are a way of life for me. Absolutely. Yes. I'm surprised I haven't heard the term <laughs> macros since uh, basically my way of life is protein, fat, and carbs. I remember. That's a good way of life. I was like, what? Why don't we just call it that? We'll call it what it is. It's okay. because they wanted to, to separate fancy. it. Yeah, and they wanted to separate it from that, I guess, the micros, which is sodium. Yeah. Yeah, all the other small. If you look at a nutrition label and you see protein, fat, and carbs on there, everything else is the micronutrients. Okay. Okay. Simplified. So 
we started part somewhere in this conversation was yeah. where they find where where do people find their information? Do you have a favorite place? Do you feel like there are some good resources out there if people want to kind of narrow in on some of the topics we've talked about today? Uh, there's there's a ton of information out there. Again, very overwhelming amount. Like who's right, who's wrong, who knows what they're talking about. I follow a lot of people on Instagram that I think line up with my own beliefs and how I view this whole nutrition and fitness world. Um, so I can give you some stuff to maybe put in the notes or some different accounts that would give you some great information. Yeah. Sure. And, if, and if our listeners uh, wanted to know, like, yeah, wh- who do you like to follow? Like you mentioned Instagram. Why don't you give our listeners your email address? And I know you said before the show, you'd be happy to give out your email address if some of the listeners want to get some nutritional advice from you, or maybe you could send them some links or names to look up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It is molly, M-O-L-L-Y dot J dot Hanson, H-A-N-S-O-N at gmail.com. And that's the initial J or the letter J. The letter right? J, just not plain the J. Name J, J A Y. Because I know it's not interested. Your husband <laughs> J. We all know we J. We keep Garrett. him out of my email address. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. If when you first said dot J, I thought, oh, you share an email with your husband. No, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> but it's made a name. <laughs> Molly dot J dot Hanson. Correct. At Gmail. Yep. Perfect. All and right. As we talked about at the beginning, Molly is also a local trainer, and so she is a trainer at In Motion Fitness, which is a local, um, what uh, what style? It's not group, group fitness. Camp, group fitness, and is there more to it? I don't know. I love it. I'm a I'm a member at In Motion, and I've been going two years, and I think it's the best thing that's happened to me. Is it uh, like a that. gym where you can just go and use a treadmill, or a, they have spin classes, or what is it? It is a group fitness gym, so we just have group fitness classes. Oh, okay. So if you want to come work out, you sign up for a class time. We have like eight or nine a day, and all the classes are the same um, throughout the day. And you do so. There's not one that's just a spin class. Correct. We do not have spin. We don't have hit. We don't have boot camp. Okay. Um, we focus on strength training and conditioning. Wow, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And they do a two-week trial. So if you are interested in the topics today of, you know, aging and wellness and it fits into the nutrition side of things or fits into the, uh, you know, the physical fitness side of things, that's a good place to, you know, check it out. But that's where you find Molly as well. And, that's uh, where I am. They also have a master's class. Um, so Megan and Maria are both trainers. Megan is the owner of InMotion. And she coaches a master's class. So it's typically maybe 50 and up. And it's, you're still strength training because it's so important. You're still doing conditioning. You're working on a lot of balance stuff that will help you continue to maybe sit on the toilet and stand back up. Hey. Right. And when you said for 50 and up, she looked right at me. I did not. (laughs) She turns her head right at me for 50 and up. Like a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I swear I was staring at the table. (laughs) Didn't you date yourself with the Carter administration (laughs) to start with, Tony? You started this. I did. I did. Yeah. It has a lot of really fun, really fun people in there. They, it's a really great community and they do a lot of potlucks. All, All food welcome. 
That's, wow, that's I like right. that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that community feel is something that uh, sets the gym apart from um, one where you can just go and be an individual participant. That group mentality uh, makes it sticky, is what I would I would say. Is you want to keep going back, not just for the fitness part of it, but for the people and the yeah, the, the feel that you have. What really? Yeah, and that social interaction, which as we get older, we need more of as well. Uh, I think that's an area where people are lacking. So that sounds like a win-win-win right there. It's a win. Yeah. It's a master formula, that master class. It's a master formula for aging well in retirement. (laughs) See how I just did that? Well, it's been so nice to have Molly with us. Some of the things that I heard Molly say today is it's all in moderation. It's all about awareness. We talked a little bit about protein and thirst and water and but in overall it's not there's no secret sauce to any of this it's being aware it's knowing you know what is right for you and your body but if you would like to have additional information from molly and this is something that's been on your mind and you know it comes back to that preventative side of things and as we age just being aware of the role that food has as as you age and making sure that you're maybe ahead of the game versus reactive is such a key piece of all of this. So thank you again for having Molly uh, or Molly for being here. And so again, if you want to get in touch with Molly, it's Molly J Molly dot J dot Hanson at gmail.com or see her at in motion fitness. We'll put a couple resources in um, the notes section so that if people are interested in doing uh, some following on social media or some information like that, we'd love to be able to get that out there as well. All right, Molly, anything else that you want to share before we wrap up today? Or Tony, any words of inspiration? No, I just hope all our listeners out there email Molly. And again, that's molly.j.hanson at gmail.com. Uh, I think this is great. Thanks again, Molly. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for having me. I do want to say one thing that I love is that everyone says the fountain of youth is actually like lifting and being healthy and everyone always wants to feel younger. Right. And so get out there, lift some weights, lift weights and work on just some healthy habits. Excellent. All right. Words of wisdom for Molly as we wrap up. All right. Thanks again, Molly. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. We are not affiliated with or enforced by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any other government agency. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.